0: Blog Talk Radio
1: ah! yeah. <laughs> I'm fine I don't care.
0: House witches and our second half of the uh, Saturday event and happy Valentine,
2: everybody. I am Dorian Wallace. I'm Raina Starr. Welcome to it. Hopefully you guys have hung out. We had a great conversation with the amazing Willis Dorsey, and we are getting ready in a minute or two to talk to the wonderful Carrie Connor, author of Wake Big and Meditate. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I I I prejudged. But before I go into that, we got to say Desperate House Witches is not G, P, G, R, or even an X rated show. So if dirty talk, bad language, bodily functions might offend you, you probably don't want to listen to me. But today's topic is so inviting, you're going to want uh-huh. to. to so just sit there. Uh-huh. Anyway, <laughs> Desperate House Witches is brought to you by, once again, the amazing Dorothy Morrison, wickedwitchstudios.com. She opened it up yesterday, y'all. It is time for May Mystery Packages. You can get them in large. You can get them in small. You can get them with a reading card, one card. She'll pull a card for you or without having her pull one card. You can get it with a signed copy of the new Utterly Wicked, redone, new cover, new forward, same great hexing spells in it. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Get on there. WickedWitchStudios.com. Get yourself a mystery package. You know you will want to. I just did. I went for the Cadillac. I said, give it all to me. Give me a big one. You know I like them big. Give me a big (laughs) one. Give me one with a card (laughs) pull. Give me one with an autographed copy of Utterly Wicked. And she says, you already have a copy of Utterly Wicked. I was like, yeah, I want... Another! Give me another! I need a traveling (laughs) copy. I want my home... No, see, here's the thing. The first printing went out of print. So, to me, my first one is my personal collector's copy. My second one, which I just ordered, will be my traveling collector's copy. Yes, that's how this bitch rolls during a pandemic. I'm just saying. (laughs) And if you need that shipped overseas, check out www.theangrycauldron.com because they have Dorothy's stuff and they ship it overseas and they have their own stuff as well. All right. Let's not waste any more time. All right. Happy birthday. Right, bring her on. Let's talk to her. Bring
0: her on. Bring her on. Hello, Miss Carrie.
1: Hello. Hey.
2: Hi. How are you?
1: How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Uh, it's,
2: a, it's 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 getting to be a better day. Uh, been looking forward to talking to you. This book, girl, please. With this book, <laughs> I am really. <laughs> All right. So let me be honest. Full disclosure. I'm an asshole. I admit it straight <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> when I got this book. Now, I'm just going to tell you, uh, listen, I'm just going to say it like it is. When I first heard that I was getting a copy of Wake, Bake, and Meditate, I'm like, let me go get my tie dye. Let me go put on my Grateful Dead records. I'm going to chill. No, don't misjudge. It's a great book. It is about how to use some weed appropriately, it is about meditation. It is, it is literal. It is great. It is how to awaken, bake, and meditate is what I like to say about it. This book mm-hmm. is the shit. I am telling you, I need to read a statement. May I read a statement, Ms. Carey? Oh, sure. Okay. Chapter five, your solitary practice is worth the price of the book by itself. The common theme throughout, setting the mood and mindful breathing are nice reminders for any spiritual practice. I don't personally keep a journal since my intentions are rarely, they rarely change and are personal. With the addition of one's favorite Central American agricultural product, one could, as I did, meditate for 30 minutes straight, no pun intended, and feel refreshed and at peace. There you go. So how, I did like I come about, how did I come about this statement? I will tell you. When the book showed up in the house, someone opened the package and said, what's this? Grabbed the book and walked away. <gasps> and I said, excuse, excuse me, bring that fucking back here. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> that statement that I just read for you was from my husband, who says thank you a million times over. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> he, and he has said to me, I need this back when you are done interviewing Carrie, because tell her this is one of the greatest things I have been able to read in quarantine, so he is grateful. I am grateful to you because you wrote something that was really meaningful for a lot of people. Now I don't imbibe. However, this woman put recipes in here. Do you hear me? She put recipes. Nice. She put she put what we now refer to in our house as the Carrie Meditation. Yes. <laughs> Honey, it's got a title and uh-huh. everything. <laughs> I am not even Jeff. Carrie? <laughs> We love you in my house. Thank you. you. You are a goddess and a queen, my dear. I'm just saying. The recipes wow. are a lot of fun. <laughs> nice. And he has a girlfriend. He didn't even get to the recipes yet, okay? I was cause I had to rest it from his hands. I'm like, can I have this for a, a day or two at least? So I'm reading it, and I'm like, oh, hell Yeah. You know, I've been very curious. Now, everybody in my age group knows what a magic brownie is, but you go well beyond all that. You've got all kinds of things in here, sis. There's a recipe for deviled eggs, my friend. Are you kidding me? Oh. Stop it! Oh, oh I am. Those I are know. so good. Oh. Cherry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I need I'm this book. You, you do need this book, sis. I'm telling you right now. This book is yeah,
0: the I'm shit.
1: getting the book. <laughs> this
2: book is See, the and let me tell you this about the recipes. I,
1: I don't like the way cannabis tastes in food. I don't. And mm-hmm. so when I do the recipes, I was counteracting that pot taste. Uh-huh. So it ah. shouldn't get like a real strong pot taste in them. I mean, some of it, like the, the ambrosia, I mean, that you pretty much, because you soak the alcohol yeah. in pot. So that you're going to, it still has a pot taste. But like in some of the other things, you just don't get really near as heavy as a pot taste because I work with other things to help counteract that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. I want to taste it, I'm going to smoke it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Girlfriend, you are killing me. Oh, I love
0: it. I I I have a quick funny story for you, and I just saw it on uh, Twitter like this morning. And there was somebody posted. Um, he said, uh, "My e- dear, my edible friends, you know, like people who who have had edibles." He said, "Is 500 milligrams too much?" <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it was Whoa. like you went on a trip, son. Five hundred.
2: Five hundred. A
0: whole um nerds rope, I think, or a
1: gummy rope or something.
2: Holy wow. shit! That's, That's a yeah. lot.
0: I've, I've never even. I don't.
1: I don't even think in my state we sell things like that yet. Yeah. That, that, that's I high. Because that's, you know, I think the highest thing I've seen is probably, I think they saw the candy bars are like in um, 100 milligrams.
2: Damn. Yeah. There might be a few
1: things maybe that are up to 250, but I'm not even sure about that. I haven't I haven't even been in the dispensary for a while because, you know, Yeah, I've been yeah. in the house for eight weeks. I know eight weeks. Wow. Really? Yeah. I've been, so I, I'm, extended. cause I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm high risk. So yeah. the last thing I did was on March, I think it was the 4th,
2: it was a Tuesday.
1: Um, mm-hmm. My granddaughter had a play group that she would go to. And mm-hmm. we took her to play group and after play group, I called up my daughter and I said, "I think this was her last playgroup. I think it's time we 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 pull her out." And mm-hmm. my my daughter was like, <laughs> she texted my son and was, you know, "Mom's going crazy. <laughs> She's oh. way too worried about this." And I know she did. She's going to act like she didn't, but she did. And mm-hmm. my son told me she did. And I'm just like, nope. I got. I think it's time. I think it's time we pull her out. And of course, by the next playgroup, we were under a national emergency, and or if I, he might not have actually declared it yet. But by the next play group, I wasn't leaving the house. I had decided that was uh-huh. it. So I have been in since like March 11th. I think today is day 52, 53, 53. I think.
0: i think yep, I'm you're close.
1: I have, yeah. to, I have to go back and count again because I can't ever remember when I need to know. I, I check. Oh, I <laughs> can't. Because of all day is a emergencies week long. of when I need oh, to God. know how many times I have been locked in the house, I can go back and check <laughs> on <out> the calendar. <laughs>
2: every day of the week down here. I'm telling
1: you. Yeah. <laughs> I and I'm okay with my- it. I am. Um, I am quite fine with it. I have a great yard. It's been raining nonstop, and it is gorgeous today, so I've been outside doing stuff, and I'm working on a lot of things outside, and, and I'm I'm more than fine with day quarantine. Um, You know, there's obviously things I definitely miss. We would have been starting our Beltane Festival today right after this,
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. And instead tonight, we're gonna do our first
2: Zoom ritual.
1: Yeah, oh, cool. Zoom is very
2: popular right now. There's a lot yeah. of Zoom rituals happening this evening. It's <laughs> yeah. Really, so uh, we did a it chat last us, week. Yeah. It it it, it yeah. enables us to actually be in a lot more. You know, visit with a lot more groups and their practices, then we would have been able to had it been in person because, you know, a lot of us don't have the money to travel. So the way we get to visit in other groups is through virtual circles yes, and whatnot. it's kind so of it's
1: neat. I mean, super cool. yeah. you got to make the best of it. And I'm my biggest problem with this whole thing, and I've got theories that my friends are sitting here like right now, oh, please don't go into those. <laughs>
0: I really
1: do not want to see us go back to how we were. Right. And they keep talking about it's like the, the schools when they're sitting here saying, Oh, we might open school in July instead. No, you have the opportunity yeah. to change things now. And yeah. I really, I really, really hope that we, instead of going back, we decide to move forward. There are some kids who are doing great using homes or doing the e-schooling and you know what there are other kids who are not doing great doing e-schooling so why are we not going to split those kids up get classrooms a heck of a lot smaller by having the kids who need to be in school in school and the other ones doing their e-learning
0: i think that's a
1: great idea i i I think we should be doing that i think for right now anyway if we're going to go back to school in the fall fine but we need to still cut things like you know Music and gym and art. I hate to say that, but those are things that can be done at home. You want to be able to have kids six feet apart in the classroom? Good. Then you have a split shift. Some kids go in the morning. You have janitors come in and clean everything like Matt. They go home for lunch, which they're still picking up every week, so that you don't have kids sitting in the cafeteria. And then you have your afternoon kids come in. And, I mean, there's, I'm just, I I was sitting here thinking this the other day. There are so many different things they could be thinking of instead of just going back exactly to how it is. And that, that is the joy of cannabis. (laughs) 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 Makes you think. (laughs) It makes you think and you can think much more forward. You know, I, I I saw the email where I know that you were a little like, okay, what, what really? And I, uh-huh. I address in the introduction in, in the book, a lot of traditions these days, especially in pagan circles, say yep. don't use mind-altering substances. They do not. Cannabis Why? is not a mind-altering substance. It Cannabis is, is a mind-altering. Opening substance. There is a huge difference. There very is a Amanda. huge, huge difference between opening your mind and altering your mind.
2: Listen, and I people honest, knew that was, for thousands of I, years. I have to say, I know you saw the email, and I was very honest about it. Like, yes,
1: and okay. I'm glad you were, because I'm sure that it's going to be a big thing. I know a lot of people are going to are going to be like that. I was Which like is that. why I said it,
2: and that's <laughs> yeah. that's exactly why I started off saying that. It's like, was I an asshole? Yes, I was. Do I admit when no, I'm an I asshole? No, I don't. know I, yes, I, do. I don't think
1: you were at all. But I, that's it's. We need to start learning more of. I ain't right. I am just not right all the time. That my country yep. isn't right all the time. We yep. you cannot yeah. fix problems if you think nothing is a problem
2: exactly that's and so true.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's so yeah I, like I said, I know a lot of people do not believe that cannabis should be used spiritually and that's because for the past 90 years we've been told mm-hmm. in America not to we've been told not to use it at all but right. for yeah. 35,000 years other people have And you know what the biggest difference is between them and Americans? It it goes back to race. We will not listen to other countries with people who have brown skin. That's true. So who were the people who suffered the most in this country from cannabis? People with brown skin. Very true. It has been a very racist thing. And you know i am so glad that when i wrote this i said that i you know more and more states were starting to uh release people and wipe out records and my own state just did that and i'm glad i'm so happy to see that when i was writing that that states were starting to do it and now mine is part of that where they are eliminating i mean you can't eliminate what's already happened but they can take it off people's records at the least And that's good to see. Yeah, you can expunge the record
2: so that it's like it never happened, which I think is really important because it's a victimless crime, to be honest with you,
1: if it's a crime
2: at all, which it shouldn't be. And that's just good. It shouldn't be a crime. No, most of the people I love imbibe and imbibe daily. So, I mean, it's not like I have an issue with it. I just don't do it because where I work, they test randomly which is also yeah. bullshit, but I'm not going to risk a 15-year career for, you know what I'm saying? Like I had exactly. to make a decision. I had to make a decision. It's not a decision I wanted to make, but it's a decision I made because I'm not willing to take that chance. And, you know And, what, I and mean? what makes no sense is they don't, and it, it wouldn't really even matter.
1: They don't test you for alcohol. You can drink alcohol right. when you're not at work and nobody cares. But, right. Well, they don't now.
0: pay you for your time off. So I think that's bullshit. I think, you know, if if you have an accident, yes, you should maybe be drug tested. But, you know, you don't own people's time off the clock. You know, you better start paying. But it's like (laughs) even
1: if I I had a joint today and I didn't smoke for five weeks and I have an accident at work
0: and I have to go get drug
1: tested. It's still gonna show up, and I'm still gonna get fired, and that right. needs to stop. That that's, right. that's ridiculous. Cannabis used to be the number four ingredient in U.S. pharmaceuticals up until yep. the 1930s. So we had a couple hundred years where everybody was getting doped all the time, <laughs> whether they knew <laughs> it or not, and it helped or people no. for a lot of different things. And it does. In the 30s, they made it illegal, and they took it out of medications, and now look at us. It's all, yeah, it's all, it's because, of, it's all because pot's illegal. Everything that has ever gone wrong is because pot's <laughs>
0: illegal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I tend to agree with you. <laughs>
1: it went <laughs> downhill. Trump is president. So it's because pot is illegal and because
2: Trump is president. <laughs> no yep. shit. With you on that. All the way, my friend. All the way. So true. But you know, the meditations in the book. Very, very awesome. Very great to like just calm your ass down. That mindful breathing thing is really Buddhist. It's like seriously Buddhist. And when you get and, into and, and that when you get I'm into a that, I'm myself. Space, yeah, it's amazing. So,
1: yes, I I have I have didn't I was pagan before I knew what pagan was because uh-huh. I'm in that group. I'm 50 years old and I'm part of that group who Jason Mankey I was listening to the the one you did with him a few weeks ago. He kind of hit on that where we were all growing up at a time before the internet really existed and you couldn't get access to anything. And if there was a metaphysical store, it was six hours away. (laughs) And then, and then Yahoo groups was created and Yahoo groups was huge for me in being able to connect with other pagans, it was huge. One of my best friends, hi Laura, we uh-huh. met
2: through a pagan
1: group that was a Yahoo group. Nice. That is where my my first group I did was an online group, and then four of the women that I met online were well, three of them were, were local women, and we started forming our own group that met physically, and that was in 2003. So we've had, I've, ha- I've been running a group ever since then, but we've changed and we're, my group is very eclectic. Everybody has their own thing, but we meet together and do kind of a generic type of ritual because I I like to do things that make it easy for people to put in their own beliefs. So I, nice. I don't make rituals or anything that work with one specific God. Because if I'm thinking a God or a goddess, I can always fit that name in myself. You can fit in yeah. what you need. Somebody else can fit in what they need. And I try to do my meditations. or It's all kind of the same thing from pulling from all of these different things that I've studied over the years. I don't consider myself anything at this point other than I'm pagan. Hey, I've yeah. studied Wicca, I've studied Egyptology, I've studied Druidry, I've studied fairy, I've studied, I don't know, a couple other things that I can't think of off the top of my head. <laughs> but I just like I I am very much a mutt, both spiritually and ethnically. My my background is very muttish. I have a lot in me and I've had my DNA testings, and to me, that's how it all fits together. It took me a long time to figure that out, but that's part of how we all fit together is if you believe in reincarnation, you got to believe that you're bringing something with you a little bit each time, yeah. I think. I think so. And, I agree with that. And, yeah. and, and, and smoking a lot of weed has helped me realize that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know
2: that. what? People might be laughing at the fact that you just said that, but the truth is when you can shut out other things and get your mind to that point where you can be enveloped by the magic that's trying to come in, that's a beautiful thing because most of the time, especially these days, our minds are so full of just shit from other places you're worrying about your work. You're worrying about what's going on outside. You're worrying about your children. You're worrying about your grandchildren. You're worrying about this. You're worrying about that. Where Are we, are we going to be able to retire? Retire, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's all these outside influences, you know, your, your spouse, whatever, all these things. And you sometimes need something to help you shut it all down, you know, shut down all the excess bullshit from outside influences so i mean i dig it listen if i could get high i would i can't so i just have to live vicariously through my loved ones who can (laughs) until until the time that i retire um yeah so but that's okay you know it's a choice i made i'm good with it okay i need it for pain if they would open it up for medical i would be on it Just being honest, that's the truth, because it's better than all the prescription shit they want to put me on and the operations they want to give me because I have neck damage and nerve damage, you know. But I don't want to take their, you know, their heavy-duty cocaine oxy bullshit because that stuff dulls the mind. And I have to believe a lot of it is because they want the mind to be dull. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was on
1: opiates for 13 years, 13 oh my years, and I honestly have, when I look back now, it's, that, that part of my life is a blur, because, I mean, I can remember stuff well before it, and I can remember stuff well after it, but the part of my life where I was on opiates that bad, I have very different, vague memories. And I got off of them before people started realizing that there was such a problem with them. Um, And I I went back to my rheumatologist after three months of being clean and I fired him to his face. Um, I used acupuncture. Acupuncture really got me off of an insane, insane amount. I don't know how come. I did not die of an overdose from the amount of drugs they had me on. And I'm talking, I was on a hundred milligram fentanyl patch plus all kinds of other stuff. I was, I was taking tramadol. I was taking gabapentin. I was taking, oxy. I was taking the fentanyl. I mean, I was, I, my pharmacy bill before insurance was $700 a month and other than my thyroid medication it was all opiates and then they put me on Humira which that's another $5,000 a month and oh my god they're pretty sure that
0: yeah
1: Yeah. Humira the injections are $2,500 an injection and I had to take it twice a month and yep. I quit everything. I said, I am done with this. I was constantly in pain. Nothing yep. helped. And yep. and I bought a Groupon for acupuncture. And I tried that. And I, I quit everything cold turkey, which wow. I got really, really sick. And I thought I had the flu. And it's like now looking back, I know no, that was with detox. Drops. You were yeah. massively you. addicted and had no idea. Yeah, no yeah. clue. Yeah. So I was
2: sick Your for like water. 2 3
1: weeks and sure. I I have some days now where I will occasionally have pain um but the pain I have I am I smoke weed all day long and I very 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 seldom have pain anymore. It's like a couple of weeks ago I came up the stairs wrong and uh-huh. fell over and I was out for about a week, you know, that that happens I'm 50. But when I was 29 years old, I could barely move half the time. By the time I was 35, I was using a walker.
2: Really? Wow.
1: I was was using a walker. I was doped up and I quit everything and did acupuncture. And then I got the cancer and it was the cancer for me wasn't a big deal. Honestly, and I know that sounds like a terrible thing to say, but the cancer was easy. Um, mm-hmm. I, had thir- I had 13 tumors in my left breast. and oh my God. That's terrible. 13 tumors, yes. And they took it out, and I did radiation. And the problem was I have the area where the cancer started. There was and the incision didn't heal right and it kept mm. breaking back open and yep. then they did i had a bilateral breast reduction done after i finished my radiation and mm. the same area decided it didn't want to heal and within oh. days um i i was sick and it, there it was bad and i i had The breast reduction was done on September 10th. They did a second surgery in October to try to clean up the wounds that were in my chest
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: I had, at that point, several holes in my left breast. Mm -hmm. In November, I ended up in the emergency room with three holes in my chest and another one ruptured while I was in the emergency room. (gasps) And was oh there gosh. for 11 days, and they put me on a pick line, and they figured two weeks of antibiotics on the pick line after my 11 days in the hospital should be enough to clear it up. So this is November. I got November 11th. I got out of the hospital. They thought I would have the pick line out by Thanksgiving. So mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day, I got my Shit. pick line removed. <laughs> wow. Oh, my <laughs> God. So and I still had holes in my chest. <laughs> the antibiotics mean. just <laughs> weren't doing anything. So they took out the PIC line. They put me on oral antibiotics. And in wow. June, <laughs> in June, I said, yeah, I am done me. with all of this crap. And I threw my antibiotics away. And two weeks later, the holes in my chest were completely healed. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> And then I got to go back to work. (laughs) I was supposed to take two weeks off for a surgery in September, and I went back to work eight months later. (laughs) It was crazy. It was crazy. That is what almost killed me. So the cancer was real easy. The cancer was great. They did a surgery. I went in for my radiation. And, you know, radiation, it's not fun. But basically, you go in there, you lay on this thing, this machine moves around you, and you get warm after a few days. And it makes you sleep a lot. But it wasn't painful. It wasn't difficult. Right. It was tiring. It was a nuisance. But my breast ended up exploding several times. That oh. was much oh. worse. Yeah. And there's pictures on my, my blog. You're <laughs> scaring you're me now. But this got me through all of that. And I I had only seen it at that point as, I, I want to say I don't even know how to say this. It was healing, but it was healing more emotionally and and more physically because I mean it definitely was taking away my pain. Um, emotionally, right. it would calm me the heck down because I'll tell you what, your anxiety gets really really high when there's holes in yeah. your chest. Yeah, I would think so. I can imagine. You know, and and you start having panic attacks and. You know what? Cannabis takes care of that. That's kind of nice. And after that, I started learning more about. You know, people have been using this for a long time. Yeah. I I was one who was brought up that it was bad. I I grew up my whole life thinking it was terrible. I yeah, I still smoked it some as a teenager, but sure. not much. So it's like the more I I used it, the more I wanted to know. So the more research, because I like that, the more research I would do. Both, and when I say research, I mean actually reading, not just mm-hmm. using, but that kind of research too. Gotcha. And yeah, yeah. We've just we have lied to people in this country so bad, and I mean we see it now every day. We see how much we're lied to because we're lied to about absolutely. Ridiculous things that we know are are lies. You know, it's like when you say something one minute and then two minutes later you say, "Well, I never said that." Well, we can tell you, yeah, you did because we have that evidence. We've yeah, always we have been lied to by our government. <laughs> you know, we've always yeah. been lied to by our government. And cannabis <laughs> is a big lie. It's a huge lie. It does not belong on a controlled substance list. It is no different than any other plant. You know what? You can smoke rosemary. You can smoke lavender. And it's actually really mm-hmm. tasty to smoke those things with cannabis, which that's in the next oh, book that I just finished editing. But oh, <laughs> oh, nice. right. Okay. I'm ready for it. I'm
2: ready for it. We're here but, for that. I mean,
1: there's, there's all these other things that you can use, and we lie about this one because of money, because of politics, because of race, because of all of these stupid man-made constructs that really in the overall scheme of life don't mean crap.
2: Yeah. And
1: you know? Yeah. When you die, you can't take your money with you. You can't take your politics with you. The only thing you have that you take with you when you die, there is one thing that goes with you, and that is your spirit. That's it. That's all that's left in the yeah. end. So why don't we take care of that now? It's the one thing we take care of the least. It's the thing that always gets put aside. And we should yeah, be taking care true. of that more than anything.
2: That's really true. Yeah. You know, just get <laughs> it. That was my point. You know, we get bombarded by so much bullshit that we forget to go inward and actually take care of ourselves.
1: Exactly. And when we do, it's more than that. It's like it's we're encouraged not to. We are really almost, yeah. I would say we are encouraged not to because, you know what, I have become a professional hippie and I am damn proud of the fact But there are plenty of people out there who think I should be ashamed of it. And I will never be ashamed of the fact that I can feel a spiritual connection to the universe. Because that is what freaking counts in life. That's all there is. All this other stuff is crap we came up with to fill our Mm -hmm. lives with. Because somebody didn't know how to have a spiritual connection with the universe. And so because they couldn't. They didn't want other people to either.
0: Yeah, it, and like well, you know that that might be where like you know, I don't know because I grew up in an in a, a, an abusive household, but you know I always felt guilty. Like okay, well I'm spending this time on me, but maybe I should be spending it on somebody else. You know, that exactly. always.
2: And women get yeah. that far
1: more than men do to begin with.
2: Oh, women God, yeah. really
1: get that you know i mean that that's that's a given but yeah i and I think we were definitely raised that way. Mom's job was to take care of the husband, the house, everybody but herself and yep. I'm in that generation who that's how I was raised, but I know now that's not right. Yeah. So it's it's in the younger generation, they know, they know that's not right. So I'm in that in, in between. And you know that you have to make sure you still take care of yourself, but it's very difficult to not feel that
2: guilt. Yeah. so true. I mean, we get with the thing you were saying before about, you know, because somebody else couldn't feel it spiritually. And that's how you get to, you know, the bad parts about capitalism, because instead of making the spiritual connection to the divine, you make a spiritual connection to things and money. Yeah. And that's where it all wound up going. And that's the problem, because most people don't know how to you know, there's a great line and we've got to get back to the garden. Yeah. We're trying to get I mean there. look at yeah. look
1: at any organized religion and any organized religion they want to me anyway, especially in I won't even say it. But <laughs> they are a go between. You always have to have your leader who is your go between. In my group, I don't refer to myself as a high priestess. Sometimes we do, but to me, I am more, I am not your spiritual guide. I am your Mm -hmm. spiritual host. I am here to help you find your own path. I'm not here to teach you what I do. I'm not here to make you do things the way I do. I'm here to help you find who you need to be and what you need to do. Right on. And I think one of the reasons why, and and, and even with pagans, they do this too. There's a hierarchy in a lot of different groups that you have to be able to do these things before you move on to do these things. And you have to be able to do these things before you move on to those. Why? Well, because somebody said so.
2: Well, and. welcome. Welcome to Gardnerianism. And I I don't have a problem
1: who like doing that. Yes, I understand there are a lot of people who like doing that. But especially with something like meditation, it is very difficult for people to clear their mind. When you hit a peak experience and you're able to make a connection, if you can't do that on your own, people say that means you're not worthy. I don't buy that. If you right, can't yeah. meditate or if you can't hit a peak experience on your own, then you should be able to use the tools that help you get there. Right it's on. no different to me than using lavender oil to help me sleep at night.
2: Ooh, yeah. It's not a crutch. It's an aid. That's
1: the thing. exactly. It is a tool. It, 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 it's a tool, and how
0: you use it is
1: up to you. It is a plant it is not bad. It did nothing wrong. <laughs> true.
2: <It> Don't demonize <laughs> the plant, God damn you. <laughs> it be nice to it, and it'll be nice to you. Well, here's the thing. I have, like, you know, you were talking about all the, the medical issues you had, you know, and being on Western medicine, as far as that goes, Listen, I've been, they've tried to poison me for years, but when I see a loved one who can imbibe, you know, get high and suddenly be able to, like, straighten their back and walk, where before that they were, you know, taking a leave or taking ibuprofen and, you know, getting only momentary relief, actually get relief because cannabis is helpful in this regard. You know, when somebody's sick and they've lost their appetite, but we gave them some cannabis and they were like, oh, you know, I finally have an appetite and watch them get well. This is why the government doesn't want us to fucking have it because you can't make money hand over fist over something that we could grow at home. You know what I mean? Well, so, you do
1: know that the government actually holds patents on certain strains. Oh, no
2: doubt. Because yeah, eventually. They patents. they have because to. eventually they're, they're going to. Yeah. Exactly. So when that time, see, but as long as states get to, see, I'm, I believe in states' rights for certain things. You know, but when it comes to something that could be beneficial for everybody, let people have the medication. Yes. Would you fucking tell Ohio you can't have a cancer cure and tell Florida you can? No. Yeah,
1: it's ridiculous. Yeah. They literally like the just thing. need to take it off of the list, and that that will change everything. Just take it off of the list, get rid of it, That's that's it.
2: What um, you know,
1: people, I don't think people out. realize, oh, yeah, exactly. What people don't understand about pain relief and cannabis and how all of this works to begin with is we have a cannabinoid system in our body. Yep. This mm-hmm. is another way, I mean, to me, cannabis is literally a gift from the goddess that we are supposed to use. Because we have a right cannabinoid on. system in our body. Tell people what that What it does is that, what it is, is it's, it's a system that allows things, cannabinoids, like THC and CBD are both cannabinoids. And this system that we have in our body allows those things to attach to cells that have receptors and those receptors are the cannabinoid system. There's two different types of receptors and CBD can hit some of them and THC can go to the other ones. So they are out there dancing around and they come together and they say, Ooh, nice. And they fit together. And then the body says, Oh, wait, I can do new things. I can heal myself better now. I can make endorphins. I can do this. I can do that. It's literally a system inside of our body that works specifically with cannabis. There is not a system inside our body that works specifically with opium. There is not a system inside our body that works specifically with anything like that. It's, Cannabis is designed to work with the human body. Fascinating.
2: Yeah. That's fascinating. It, I didn't
1: know that. Fascinating. When you start that- looking, I mean, the, the science is incredible. It is amazing. And what they're able to do now in some places, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're able to extract terpenes from the plants, and they're able to start growing plants that are much more genetically altered, which I don't know that I like that part as much, but there is by combining yeah. other plants to come up right. with better plants that are going to be able to, okay, this one is going to work better for arthritis because of the amount of CBD in it and the terpenes, even terpenes affect how CBD and THC work. So all these different things work in there together differently, which is why every single strain is different because every strain has a different chemical makeup. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, I I started doing CBD because it is legal here. And depending on the strain of CBD you get, it does have a very relaxing effect. And I do Mm -hmm. like that. But I still wish I could actually do THC because I think that would help me so much. I have severe damage, neck and back damage, and I know that while CBD is is good for it, I know THC would do so much. Right, because
1: THC works more with the nerves than CBD does. So yeah. yeah. I mean, there are certain things that CBD is better for than THC is, and there are some things that THC is better for you than there's better than CBD is. Um, but and they work well in conjunction with each other because they boost each other too. I've heard that.
2: I've heard that. I've heard a lot of people actually um, supplement their uh, their cannabis with CBD. It stretches out the, Oh, I the do. Cat, but... If I'm in a lot of yeah.
1: pain, I do. Yes, I mm-hmm. definitely do. If I'm having like when my back was out a week yeah. ago, I, oh. I have CBD that I take beside.
2: Nice. I may mm-hmm. have to hit you up for the CBD that you use that you can recommend for me because that'd be lovely.
1: <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to be doing a book with Cheryl Cryer from... Uh, Cry Baby CBD. She has her own CBD company. Yeah. Nice. And cool. I just finished edits on literally like at 2 o'clock yesterday morning. Um, wow. Finished the edits on 420 Meditations. That one comes oh. out in April of 2021. And then Cheryl and I are working on a CBD book together that that won't be out until like 2022 sometime. It's not due to the end of the year, so. Wow. That's it's amazing. It's fun, though. I never thought I would be writing about weed, <laughs> really. It was, I, I always wanted, I mean, I've, I've written other books, and I've always wanted to be a writer. Since I was a little kid, I was, I wanted to write. And, awesome. um, you know, I, I hadn't done anything for quite a while, and... I, I was I had a great job at a great place with people I, I love very much and miss very much because our store lost its lease and wow. when I lost my Sorry. job back in August I mm-hmm. said all right I'm I'm I need to be serious about this and I'm going to write more and I started doing some other things my my overall goal like I said I'm going to be a professional hippie because I think I should be, and it's fun. But (laughs) my overall goal (laughs) is to eventually turn my home, the outside where I'm working on turning it into, like, a spiritual retreat area. Um, The overall final goal is someday I want my home to be a pagan retirement home.
2: I have talked about that for years. I have wanted to open a home for really? retired agent. I have talked about this. For, okay, you and I will talk later. Uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant. I, love
1: I have that been idea. trying to figure out different ways of funding things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I want to put a second floor on our home. And seriously, Ooh. I would elevator everything um because you, you have to have an elevator, and I mean when people say elevators, they like they automatically think like the elevators when you go down to the John Hancock building. no, that's not what right. they put in the house. it's much right. smaller, it's not that big of a deal but, but right. I would put in an an elevator because you mm-hmm. know old people need an elevator um. And put a bunch of bedrooms and bathrooms upstairs with an extra Uh kitchen area, um, a solarium, and a library. Oh, nice. Nice. And turn it into a pagan retirement community. (laughs) Yep. I'm coming up. (laughs) And we have room downstairs for, uh, there's a place right around the corner from me that has, it's just a regular house that several people live in together, and then they have yep. CNAs that come in. And it's like, I, I even got a place downstairs I can set up their own apartment. They can have their own right. thing. Wow. I love it. So yeah, that's my that's my overall dream wish.
2: I like it. I think it's great. Oh my gosh. So my well, husband Terry... just has to
1: work himself to death until I can pay for it yeah. all. <laughs> exactly. <Right? It's> terrible. <laughs> Yeah, he's oh just like, God. what do I have to do? I said, just keep working, honey. Just keep working. It's good. Nice. <laughs> keep working. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll write out all
2: the bills. You just keep working. There you good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll tell my husband to do the same thing. Keep working just until we can yeah. get to Carrie. <laughs> just keep working. Just. Yeah. Keep, keep working. going. <laughs> all right. So we are down to six minutes. And I need to know if you are doing what online things you're doing. Where can people catch up with you if they have questions or want to learn more? Give me the 411. What's happening?
1: All right. my Well, my website is we have been working on it. I have a, a great girl, Lauren, from Starkeeper Illustrations, who's been doing my website for me. So it's com. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, it's K-E-R-R-I-C-O-N-N-O-R because nobody spells their name Carrie and everybody spells Connor with an E. So it's completely different. Um, That has all my goodies. Um, I'm going to do a, there is a Facebook event for an online book launch party next Saturday. And that, if you go to my webpage, you can find all my my Facebook pages and all that stuff. And so we're going to Zoom. I'm going to do a Zoom party because I had the best plans for this book launch. I mean, literally, I was going to be playing Up in Smoke at my local movie theater. We had a Wake, Bake, and Meditate uh, craft fair that was going to go on. We were going to have a signing party. With a, it was yeah. going to be a Woodstock theme party at this oh, restaurant, this coffee shop, and we had yeah. to cancel everything. Shit. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I have some goodies to give away. I have bags. I have books, and I, we also did me and Starkeeper illustrations. We have a line of clothes we did because we did our nice. own wake, bake, and meditate logo. So you can see that at the website if you go to the website and you go to shop. That takes you, and you can see all of the design for wake, bake, and meditate. And we have shirts and water bottles, and it is—we're in the process of being trademarked. It's, I should be hearing from the lawyer literally any day now about everything. So, oh, a yeah, lot of fun stuff, and I—I I never I thought like, my life would be anything like this. It's crazy. I smoke weed for a living.
0: That's great. <laughs> I don't want that job.
1: <laughs> and I, it's, it, it's great. And one of the, I, you know, I have the the spiral labyrinth in the back of my of house. It's a, it's literally a spiral labyrinth. And yeah. normally we would have been doing a full moon, a woman's full moon dance out there next week, but we cannot be doing that yet. But right. uh, well, I started that last year, and I had planned to start special outings for partaking and imbibing <laughs> <laughs> well, We could, yeah and so those plans are on hold for a little bit right now but um things are going to get better
2: they are cool
1: i I I, like I, the- I I honestly i saw this coming months ago i when i was planning all of this stuff i told my friend that it it wasn't going to happen All these things I was planning, none of it was going to happen. And that May 1st was going to end up being some great big huge day in the future. And then this hit and we're kind of like, okay, I don't know what May 1st is going to mean yet, but I'm telling you in the future, I think May 1st is going to be known much more than just as Beltane or May Day. I think it's going to take on a new meaning because of this whole virus thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's terrifying. So, you know, but it is it is terrifying, but I know that I'm high risk, and I, I know my husband and my son have both been extremely careful. Um, my husband is still working. My son actually lost his job over this virus because his boss oh. went to a Trump rally, and he told her he wanted two weeks off to ensure he was not infected from her going to this rally. And she fired him for it. So now he's being real careful because he's not around anybody. But they have been very careful because they don't want to get me sick and get me dead, honestly. And I I have this very strong, strong feeling that even if I do get sick, I'm going to be okay because I'm needed here after this is over with. I'm one of the people right. that needs to be here when this is all done to make sure we don't go back to normal and to make sure that this does change people and for the better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I fully believe you. that I'm, I'm making it through this. There's, there's no question to me. I'm going to be fine because well, I have bitch, way too much to do. I think up. I'm needed.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I know. You, we need more books because we're moving in. My sister and I are coming. You have no idea. You can't leave. You yeah. laugh. We're going to be you there. can't shake us now. Forget it. to go with you. All right. We are down to three minutes. Carrie, you are a treat and a half, have I told you? So the book... The book is Wake, Bake, and Meditate. I was an asshole. Don't you be an asshole. This book is fantastic. No, Thank seriously. you. It gives you descriptions of the different strains of, of cannabis. It, it goes into dosing. It goes into how to do it with a partner. It goes into meditations for one. It goes into how to connect on a deeper level, using it. The book is not, it, this is no fucking joke. The shit is real, and it's really great. Don't be like me. Don't prejudge. Get the book. I'm telling you. You want it for just the meditations are great. The recipes are great. Thank you for teaching my dumbass a lesson. I appreciate you, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you guys so much
1: for having me. me.
2: You, uh, you're coming we can't back for have you the release of oh, yeah, Meditations coming April 2021. Uh, yes. Be on the lookout. This woman is coming back on if I have to go to her house and, like, make her do it in person. Because at <laughs> that point we'll be able to be in person, I'm hoping. So, yeah. Carrie, to Oh, God, I again. hope so. You're awesome.
1: You really thank are. Thank you guys so much. It was a lot of fun. I, thank we you. We
2: blast. Thank you. All right. Bye- <laughs> Bye-bye. Talk to you soon. Bye.
0: All right. Bye bye. All right, all guys. And right, we'll wrap you out. <laughs> all right. Join us on Friday when we are joined by the one, the only, Miss Dorothy Morrison, the wicked witch herself. And we are looking yep. forward to that. And Saturday we are going to have Amy Blackford. So it's going to be another exciting weekend. We hope you, you guys will tune in and stay safe. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye hey, everybody. Bye. Happy belting.